Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Defining Your Life podcast, where we focus on living in our purpose, practicing presence, and activating our power in each moment. I'm Marsharelle, your resident pep talk provider, and I invite you to join me as we continue to learn, lift each other up, and strive to level up together. Because we are never finished defining our lives, and it takes a village, so let's build one. Stay tuned for the episode. Hey everyone, happy new year and welcome to season two of the Defining Your Life podcast. If you are new to the village, I want you to consider this your safe space, a space to show up every week and expect to be inspired, encouraged and challenged and seen and appreciated. So welcome if you are new and of course, welcome back if you've been with me for a while. I'm so excited that all of you are here, and I'm just so thankful that you are willing to share time with me each and every week. Can I just start off, though, by saying that God's timing is just right? Because last year, I challenged myself with a commitment goal, which was to record 52 consecutive times before taking a break and um, just taking time to rest and reset from the podcast. But you want to know what happened (laughs) As soon as I achieved that goal, things at work got really crazy. And I mean, really crazy. And by the end of the year, I was just so depleted. And to be perfectly honest, I'm still recovering. And this has really been challenging in that all of the things that I share with you and believe and work toward implementing in my own life, like rest and balance, taking care of oneself, all those things went right out the window. And I was just muddling through. And I realized that life has a funny way of presenting challenges and bringing you to a crossroads, especially when you're considering changes and doing things outside the status quo. Honestly, things had started to get a little crazy at work before I actually went on break. And I had to remind myself at that time that it was really just all a distraction, that I had come too far to be shaken. And that though there was a time When I may not have been, I was now a finisher and I was committed to finishing what I had started. And I was so committed to this new idea about myself, being a finisher, being able to commit to something that I wasn't willing to be swayed, even as the exhaustion and the stress weighed me down. Now, this can be a good thing and a bad thing. The good thing is that I held to my commitment and finished no matter what. But the warning is that we need to be careful about what we're committed to seeing through because all things aren't meant to be held onto. And so we have to make sure that discernment is activated in our lives so that we're not blinded. And it's easy to be blinded when you're extremely stressed or overworked or sad or maybe grieving, right? You can't see clearly and we may feel compelled to hold on even when we should be letting go. So whenever possible, when you find yourself in intense situations such as these, I encourage you to do your best to pause, breathe, ground yourself as best as possible so that your aerial view isn't so cloudy that you just can't see. Do you ever find yourself in a similar space? at a crossroads between who you used to be and who you're striving to become. Let this be your reminder 
not to bail on yourself or throw in the towel that you've come too far to turn back. And even if you haven't crossed over that finish line quite yet, you are a finisher. Do your part and God will do the rest. I believe that because of my commitment to show up each week for both myself and all of you, that God saw fit to help me get through the podcast season before taking on the extra work stress that may have pulled me away from it. And so for that, I'm very grateful because I never want to show up halfway. You know, this is a platform that's all about the ways in which we show up for ourselves and show up for one another. And that is really of the utmost importance to me. And with that being said, one of the main lessons that I took out of fourth quarter of 2023 was a reminder that no matter what, we all need to prioritize investing in ourselves. And I don't mean selfishly, and I don't mean surfacely. I mean to invest in your soil, right? What are you putting into the foundation that keeps you standing tall, upright and yielding productive growth, growth that stretches beyond the basics, looking good and being pampered are great, but they don't sustain you at your core. And in the midst of changes and challenges, what is keeping you grounded? When you look into yourself in the mirror, do you love what you are seeing beyond the layer you may have painted on? And how is that soil nurturing the whole you. So now that 2024 is here, how do you plan or how will you continue to invest in yourself? Now, remember, these are not resolutions I'm talking. Y'all know by now that resolutions aren't my twist, but you should always be ready to turn over a new leaf for yourself, right? Whether it's the beginning of the year, Tuesday of next week, or your birthday. Whenever the time presents itself, do it. But a new year is a timestamp, right? And it naturally brings us to a point of reflection and assessment of our current situation. And so since we're here, how are you prioritizing your most valuable asset? As in, how are you prioritizing yourself and the investment needed to become the fullest, most vibrant version of yourself? You only get one you and no one should be making a bigger investment in you than you are because someone else's investment can only take you so far. And until you're the one putting it all on the line, you won't feel the magnitude of what it means to love yourself in such a way that you're willing to do what it takes to get where you're trying to go. And you'll be shortchanging yourself because you cheated yourself of the full journey and all that you would learn about yourself along the way. As we really look at investment and value, I want you to dig down super deep and think about the questions I'm about to ask. Ideally, you know, you're going to carve out a little time to reflect and record your responses to these questions, maybe in a journal or post them somewhere. But let's make sure that we are building the muscle that allows us to sit with ourselves and our emotions. Now, you've heard me talk about transparency and vulnerability in the past. I'll continue to talk about it because so many of us are challenged in these areas. Um, but transparency is cool, you know. 
but it will fool you into believing that you're in touch with your emotions. And this is an area I continue to work on because no matter how much you talk about an emotion on the surface, if you don't sit with it and confront it, you'll find yourself stagnant, thinking you've really actually put your head down and you've done all this work only to discover that you've been running in place. So let's start with a simple assessment. If you read the Defining Your Life blog post last week, which was titled Eight Questions to Ask Yourself About the Goal You Have Yet to Achieve, you might be like, Marcherelle, what's with all these questions? <laughs> I know I'm in my question bag right now. What can I say? I like to ponder. And really, have we been asking ourselves enough questions? So as I am still in the midst of what I'm calling a season on go, I'm reminded that it's easy to get out of touch with who you are and who you're working on becoming and why and what it takes to get there. And I don't want any of us to stay stuck in a season such as this. So yes, more questions. And I'm gonna start with this one. How are you bringing value to the world? If you don't know, give this some serious thought. Reflect on your encounters with friends and family, maybe even colleagues and the instances in which they call on you. And if you do know how you're bringing value, say it aloud, proclaim it, right? Because it's healthy to be reminded of what we bring to the collective. Our journeys are individual, y'all, but they always intersect with someone else's. So we need to know what we're bringing to that intersection. Do we have something of value to share in kind or in exchange for something we may be lacking along the way? You should have your value written down somewhere where you can easily access it at all times because who doesn't need to see that on the regular? Next question, what are your areas of strength? You've heard it before, probably in an interview for a job, but really think about that. Ask yourself, are you organized? Are you disciplined? Are you able to easily convey your thoughts and ideas to individuals or groups? You know, whatever the characteristics are that you're confident in or whatever it is that you perform with ease, though it may not feel like a big deal to you, those are going to be your strengths. And when's the last time you deeply thought about what your strengths are, how you can maximize on them in your life, how you can use them to bless someone else? Write them all down, acknowledge them. These are your guiding forces and should dictate really a lot of the way in which you structure uh, your life, the things you choose to do and invest your time in. You should for sure be leaning into your strengths. Now you probably know what the next question is. What are your areas of weakness? Are you ruled by fear? Disorganized maybe? a huge procrastinator? Are you always finding an excuse for why something can't be? This question isn't meant to bring anyone down, but to highlight areas of opportunity. Because if we don't confront the areas of our lives in which we're lacking, but that we're in control of, how will we improve? And if we look at things that are on our weakness list, and compare them to, say, 
our day-to-day job duties or other roles and relationships, et cetera, we may find some misalignments that could clarify some of our self-inflicted discomforts that are ongoing. You know, like if you're a terrible procrastinator, but you are in a job that demands that you meet tough deadlines all the time, how does this make you feel week over week? Are you feeling good, accomplished, proud, or are you maybe feeling exhausted from that chase all the time? Um, You may work well under pressure and consistently get it done, but how is the unnecessary pressure your procrastination is creating impacting your overall well-being? And finally, what do you believe is currently the biggest blocker for you? Is there anything that you can do about it? Is it something you can change or control, even if it's simply your perspective? In my personal experience, and maybe it's just me, I often find that I am my biggest blocker. And I may even know what needs to be done to make a change. But do I want to do what it takes to make that change? Do you? Let this be the season of change, y'all. Let us challenge and question ourselves in new ways and most importantly, take action. Without action, there is no movement. These questions are simply a kickoff point, an opportunity to reconnect with ourselves and look at where we are overall high level. But we gotta go deep. Let me know if you'd like some additional prompts as you continue to go deeper because y'all know I've got more questions. (laughs) And y'all also know I can get long-winded, but I'm happy to share more as you get into the process. So please feel free to email me, DM me, just reach out and I'll definitely share more prompts with you. But I'm gonna leave you with a few words from M. Scott Peck today. Until you value yourself, you won't value your time. Until you value your time, you will not do anything with it. Thanks so much for listening today. If what you've been hearing has been beneficial, please don't forget to share, rate, review, and subscribe. I've missed saying that to you all. (laughs) And another place that you can go and subscribe now is the Defining Your Life blog. So head on over to subscribe for more resources, articles, et cetera. I wanna continue to share with you all and build the village. I hope you'll join me in the process. I can't wait to chat with you all again next week. Take care until then.